Welcome to Zichud Dafsi Man Memory of Ram Goldar, and today we're Zechus Yavamas Daf Lamed Beis, the third parak Arba Achim. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one is Tana Brisa Ba'aleha. If the Yavam had relations with the Yavama while his own wife, who was her sister, was still alive, Chai Vale Mishum Eishas Ach Mishum Achos Isha Diva Rabiosi. Rabiosi holds that he's high for violating the Isser of a brother's wife and a wife's sister. Rabbi Shimon says, He's only high for violating the Isser of a brother's wife. Rashi explains that Rabbi Shimon holds, Ain Isser call al Isser. One Isser does not take effect upon another Isser. The Gemara asks on Rabbi Shimon that in a case where the first brother who later died married his wife first, and then the living brother married her sister, since the Isser of a wife's sister did not take effect on the living brother, when the first brother dies, let the living brother do Yibu. Ravashi answered, The Isser of a wife's sister stands in suspension the entire time. If the love of a brother's wife is lifted, the love of a wife's sister would take effect. Therefore, the love of a brother's wife is not lifted. Point number two, the Gemara is whether Rabbi Yossi, who says that the Yavim would be high for both loving, really holds of Isra Kal al Isser. For it was taught in a Bryce that if one did an Avera, there results in two different methods of execution. The Tanakama holds Nido Mechamura, he's subject to the more severe one. But Rabbi Yossi says, Nido Mazika Rishon he is subject to the execution that comes to him from the first attachment. Another Bryce brings the example of a woman who was first his mother in law who subsequently became another man's wife. If he had relations with her, Rabbi Yossi would say that he would have Shreifa, burning for violating having relations with his mother-in-law. If she had been the other man's wife before becoming his mother-in-law, then he would have Chanak, strangulation, for having relations with a married woman. This seems to prove that Rabbi Yossi does not hold of Isser Chal Aliser. Rabbi said Rabbi Yossi does hold that ain Isser Chal Aliser, except in the case of an Isser Mosif when the second Isser is more extensive than the first. For example, when a man marries, his wife's sister becomes prohibited to him, but not his brothers. When one of his brothers marries the sister, then the sister now becomes prohibited to all of the brothers. Therefore, Rabbi Yossi holds his high for both if he has relations with her. The Gemara will refute this explanation. And point number three, the Gemara begins three disputes between Rabbi Chi and Bar Kapara. It was stated, Zar Shashimash B'Shabbos, if a non-Kohen served in the base of Mikdash on Shabbos, Rabbi Chia says he's high twice, once for serving the base of Migdash, and once for being Mechal Shabbos. Whereas Bar Kapar says, he's only chayv once, as a non-Kohen serving. Each one took an oath and claimed they heard their opinions from Rebbe. Rebbe explained that Shabbos was forbidden to all Jews, and Malach was permitted to Kohanim in the base of Migdash. Therefore, a non-Kohen would be chayv twice. Bar Kapar says that when doing Malach was permitted in the base of Migdash, it was permitted to all. Therefore, the non-Kohen was only chayv for serving the base of Migdash, Two more disputes are brought, and on the next daf, the Gemara will discuss what their Melchokasim are based on. So once again, the three points are, number one, it was taught in the Brisa, if the Yavam had relations with the Yavama, while his own wife, who was her sister, was still alive, Rabbi Yossi holds he's high for violating the Isra of a brother's wife and a wife's sister. Rabbi Shimon says, He's only high for violating the Isra of a brother's wife. Rashi explains that Rabbi Shimon holds Ain Isser Kal Al Isser. One Isser does not take effect upon another Isser. The Gemara asks on Rabbi Shimon that in a case where the first brother who later died married his wife first, and then the living brother married her sister, 
came into Israel Achos Ishel Achayel Tiziabin Yabumi. Since the Isser of a wife's sister did not take effect on the living brother, when the first brother dies, let the living brother do Yibum. Ravashi answered, The Isra of a wife's sister stands in suspension the entire time. If the love of a brother's wife is lifted, the love of a wife's sister would take effect. Therefore, the love of a brother's wife is not lifted. Pointing to the Gemara, whether Rabbi Yossi, who says that the Yavim would be high for both loving, really holds of Isra al Isr. For it was taught in a Bryce if one did an Avera, there results in two different methods of execution. The Tanakama holds Nidom Bechamura, he's subject to the more severe one. But Rabbi Yossi says, Nidom Bezika Rishona Balav, he is subject to the execution that comes to him from the first attachment. Another person brings the example of a woman who was first his mother-in-law, who subsequently became another man's wife. If he had relations with her, Rabbi Yossi would say that he would have Shreifa, burning for violating having relations with his mother-in-law. If she had been the other man's wife before becoming his mother-in-law, then he'd be chayv chenek, strangulation, for having relations with a married woman. This seems to prove that Rabbi Yossi does not hold of Isser Chal al-Isser. Rabbi said Rabbi Yossi does hold that ain Isser Chal al-Isser, except in a case of an Isser Mosif, when the second Isser is more extensive than the first. For example, when a man marries, his wife's sister becomes prohibited to him, but not his brother's. When one of his brothers marries the sister, then the sister now becomes prohibited to all of the brothers. Therefore, Rabbi Yossi holds his high for both if he has relations with her. The Gemara will refute this explanation. And point number three, the Gemara begins three disputes between Rabbi Chi and Bar Kapara. It was stated, Zar Shashimash B'Shabbos, if a non-Kohen served in the base of Migdash on Shabbos. Rabbi Chia says he's high twice, once for serving the base of Migdash and once for being Mechal Shabbos. Whereas Bar Kapara says he's only high once as a non-Kohen serving. Each one took an oath and claimed they heard their opinions from Rebbe. Rechi explained that Shabbos was forbidden to all Jews and Malach was permitted to Kohanim in the base of Migdash. Therefore, a non-Kohan would be chayav twice. Bar Kapaz says that when doing Malach was permitted in the base of Migdash, it was permitted to all. Therefore, the non-Kohan is only chayav for serving the base of Migdash. Two more disputes are brought and on the next daf, the Gemara will discuss what their Melchokasim are based on. Alright, so now we go to our Simen Daf Lamed base and our standard Simen is a mad scientist in a lab, a mad scientist in a lab. So here goes. The mad scientist's strange Isser Chalal Isser radar device pointed at a man's brother's wife, who was his wife's sister, detected an Isser Mosif signal coming from Azar doing a vote in the base of Migdash on Shabbos. Once again, it's a motion. The mad scientist, mad scientist, that must mean Ron Duff, Lamed Base, mad scientist in a lab. The mad scientist's strange Isser Chalal Isser radar device pointed at a man's brother's wife, who was his wife's sister, which reminds us, it was taught in the price of Ba'alel. If the Yavam had relations with the Yavama, while his own wife, who was her sister, was still alive, Rabbi Yossi holds that he's high for violating the Isser of a brother's wife and a wife's sister. Rabbi Shimon says, He's only high for violating the Isser of a brother's wife. Rashi explains that Rabbi Shimon holds, Ain Isser Chalal Isser, one Isser does not take effect upon another Isser. So the mad scientist's strange Isser Chalal Isser radar device pointed at a man's brother's wife, who was his wife's sister, detected an Isser Mosif signal, which reminds us, Gemara asks whether Rabbi Yossi really holds of Isser Chalal Isser, for it was taught in Abraisa. If one didn't aver, there results in two different methods of execution. The Tanakhama holds, Nidam Bechamura, he's subject to the more severe one. Rabbi Yossi says, 
He's subject to the execution that comes from him from the first attachment. This seems to prove that Rabbi Yossi does not hold of Isser Chal Eliser. Rabbi Yabo said Rabbi Yossi does hold that ain Isser Chal Eliser, except in the case of an Isser Mosif, when the second Isser is more extensive than the first. For example, when a man marries, his wife's sister becomes prohibited to him, but not his brothers. When one of his brothers marries a sister, then the sister now becomes prohibited to all the brothers. Therefore, Rabbi Yossi holds he's high for both if he has relations with her. The Gemara will refute this explanation. So the mad scientist's strange Isser Chalal Isser radar device pointed at a man's brother's wife, who was his wife's sister, detected an Isser Mosif signal coming from a czar doing a vote in the base of Migdash on Shabbos. Which reminds us, the Gemara brings three disputes between Rechia and Bar Kapara. It was stated, Zar Shishimash B'Shabbos, if a non-Kohen served in the base of Migdash on Shabbos, Rechia says he's hired twice, once for serving the base of Migdash and one for being Machal Shabbos whereas Bar Kapar says he is only chayv once, as a non-Kohen serving. Each one took a note and claimed they heard their opinions from Rebbe. Two more similar disputes are brought, and on the next daf, the Gemara will discuss whether Melchogazim are based on. So once again, the mad scientist's strange Isser Chalal Isser radar device pointed at a man's brother's wife, who was his wife's sister, detected an Isser Mosif signal coming from a czar doing a vote in the base of Migdash on Shabbos. All right, now it's time for a four-blot-back Chazara. Dov Chav Ches. So the sim Dov Chav Ches is a strong man. So here goes. The strong man, strong man. That must be more in Dov Chav Ches. The strong man who did Yibum to one of two sisters because the other was an heir to him, though his brother could not do the same. Which reminds us, the Mishnah Dov Chav Vav Amadav had stated that in the case of two sisters falling to two brothers for Yibum, if one of the sisters is an heir to one of the brothers, then the brother is forbidden to take her, but is permitted to take her sister in Yibum. The Gemara asks why this was taught when we already learned it in the Mishnah Dov Chav Amadav with the case of two sisters who fall to one brother and one of the sisters is an heir to the Yavam. And the Mishnah states, her sister, who is her fellow Yavama, may either do Chalitza or be taken in Yibum. The Gemara will discuss why the Mishnah needed to repeat it. So the strong man who did Yibum to one of two sisters, because the other was an erva to him, though his brother could not do the same, discovered they were daughters born out of wedlock, which reminds us, Ravuda said that Ravichia's rule applies to all the arise listed in the first Mishnah from the case of a mother-in-law and onward, but does not include the first six cases related to daughters and granddaughters. The reason is that this rule could only apply to daughters that were conceived out of wedlock, for then they could be two sisters that were daughters from two brothers from the same woman. And our Mishnah only deals with cases of marriage, not with cases where a woman was violated. So, the strong man who did Yibum to one of two sisters because the other was an heir to him, though his brother could not do the same, discovered they were daughters born out of wedlock, and that Rebbe Shimon punches his brother from doing Yibum or Chalitza because of Isha Ochosa, was which reminds me, brings a price to the top, Rebbe Shimon punches both sisters of Alt Yibum to one Yavam from Chalitza and Yibum for the Pasuk states, the Isha Ochosa, was You shall not take a woman in addition to her sister to make them sorrows. This teaches, that at the time that two sisters become sorrows to one another by falling to the same man for Yibum, you shall not have a marital bond with even one of them. Dav Chavtes, so the sim Dav Chavtes is a cot. So here goes. When the Mufna brother sleeping in the cot, cot, that must be more in Dav Chavtes. 
when the Mufna brother sleeping in the cot was woken and did mimer with one of two sisters, which reminds us that the next mission brings about focus on to what degree mimer is considered like a full marriage. The case is when there are three brothers, two of whom were married to two sisters, Ve'echad Mufna, and one is not married. One of the sister's husbands dies childless, and the Mufna does mimer with the widow, and then the second brother dies childless. So the second sister now falls to Yibum to the Mufna. Be'shamay say, Ishto imo b'ha'ozo The mimer wife stays with him, and the second sister goes out without Yibum or Chalitza, because she is his wife's sister. But Basil say he must terminate his mimer wife with a get and Chalitza and his brother's wife with Chalitza. This is the case in which they say, Oilo al ishto oilo al ishasachi. Woe to him over his own wife and woe unto him over his brother's wife. This is because the Mufna loses both women. So when the Mufna brother sleeping in the cot was woken and did mimer with one of two sisters, he knew that her sister who then fell to him for Yibum did not answer his mimer wife as Akhuzukuka so. Which reminds of Rabbi said, do not say that Maimur according to Beishamai, Kone Kinyan Gamur, is a complete Kinyan of the Yavama, so that if the Yavam wants to send her out, I get it sufficient. Rather, Maimur according to Beishamai, in a Kone El Litchos, but does not make a Kinyan except regarding being Doch and the Maimur's rival Yavama, which in this case is her sister. Ravashi teaches that Rabbi said a different version of Beishamai, which the Gemara comes to refute. So, when the Mufna brother sleeping in the cot was woken, and did Maimur with one of two sisters, he knew that her sister who then fell to him for Yibum, not us or his mimer wife, as Akos Zukukaso. But he was too sleepy to remember if the mimer was like Nesuun or like Erison requiring Chuppah and her consent. Which reminds Rabba asked Mimer Beishamai Nesuun Oso or Erison Oso. Mimer, according to Beishamai, does it affect Nesuun or does it affect Erison? If it works like Erison, she would require Chuppah with her consent. Daf Lamed. So the Simon Daf Lamed is a Melamed, a Rebbe. So here goes. The Rebbe, Rebbe, that must be more Daf Lamed, Melamed. The Rebbe, whose principal forbade him to discipline his class one moment, and realized he wouldn't be able to discipline them forever, which reminds us that if a Yavim's wife's sister felt him for Yibam once from one brother, which of course he couldn't do, and then again after his wife passed away and her Yavim passed away, Behold, the sister of his deceased wife is forbidden to him forever, since she was forbidden to him at one time when her first husband passed away, and she fell to him in Yibam. So the Rebbe, whose principal forbade him to discipline his class one moment, and realized he wouldn't be able to discipline them forever, couldn't stop the boys from throwing paper, who claimed they were playing the Safa Kedushin game, which reminds us of the fifth mission that Dov states for Kulan, and all of them referring to the 15 cases of Arayas listed in the first Mishnah of the Masechta. If they were in a state of a Suffolk Kedushin or Suffolk Gerishin, their Tsaros require Chalitza, since there's a possibility that they're not Tsaros of an Erva, but may not be taken in Yibum, since there's a possibility that they are Tsaros of an Erva. The mission explains that a Suffolk Kedushin is if the husband who has since passed away had thrown the Kedushin, referring to either money or the Shtar to the Erva, and it was a Suffolk where they landed closer to him or it landed closer to her. It then gives three examples of what a Suffolk Gerishin is. So the Rebbe, whose principal forbade him to discipline his class one moment, and realized he wouldn't be able to discipline them forever, couldn't stop the boys from throwing paper who claimed they were playing the Suffolk Kedushin game, after he told them the Suffolk Gerishin game isn't played like that. Which reminds us, the Gemara notes that the Mishnah did not present a case of a Suffolk Gerishin where a get was thrown and it was a Suffolk if it landed closer to him or to her, like it did with a Suffolk Kedushin, which Rashi explains implies that the divorce would not be valid and the Tsar would not even require Chalitza since she's considered a Tsara of an Erva. The Gemara asked why is divorce different and Rabbi answered, This woman referring to the Tsara of the Erva had a Chazaka of one who was permitted to marry anyone 
after her husband's death. And on account of a suffix, you're coming to prohibit her? I'll test random suffix. Do not prohibit her based on a suffix. Abaya challenges this answer. So the sim of is the law, and we use a judge as the sim. So here goes. The Chalitza judge. Judge? That must be more daf. Lamadolov. The law. The Chalitza judge was having a rough day when he gave up trying to determine who died first in the collapsed building, a husband or his wife who was his niece. Which reminds us of Bayi Challenge Rabbi who said that we do not prohibit a woman who has a chazak to marry anyone on the basis of a suffix. From the case of a Mapolis, where a house collapsed on a man and his niece, whom he was married to, and it's not known which of them died first, her tsar does Chalitza and may not be taken in Yibum. So we see from this Mishnah that even though the Tsar has a chazaka to marry anyone, she's prohibited to do so without chalitza due to a safik. The Gemara gives two answers, the first one being that in the case of divorce, which is a common occurrence, the rabbis decreed that she does not do chalitza since it might lead to yibum. In the case of the Mapolis, the collapsed house, which is not a common occurrence, the rabbis did not decree to not do chalitza out of concern. It will lead to yibum. So the chalitza judge was having a rough day when he gave up trying to determine who died first in the collapsed building, a husband or his wife who was his niece, and then had to listen to two sets of witnesses arguing over where a thrown get had landed. Which reminds us, the Gemara attempts to explain the difference between our mission of the case of throwing the Kedushin, which results in a suffix, and the case from a mission in Gittin, which deals with throwing a get, which results in a suffix, by explaining that in Gittin, we're dealing with two sets of witnesses, where one set said it was closer to her, and the other set says it was closer to him. In such a case, it's a suffix derisa. Rashi explains that since there are two witnesses who say it was closer to her, we cannot use the principle of Chazaka to resolve the suffix for her tsara and release her from Chalitza. Our mission is dealing with one set of witnesses where one says it fell closer to her and the other said it fell closer to him. And therefore it is a suffix the Rabbanan. The Gemara will successfully refute this answer. So the Chalitza judge who was having a rough day when he gave up trying to determine who died first in the collapsed building, a husband or his wife who was his niece, and then had to listen to two sets of witnesses arguing over where a thrown get had landed, while a woman complained in the background about the stress of having two Zikas. Which reminds us, it's Melchokas Hanukkah and Rabbi what a woman does if she has two Zikas on her, which resulted from one brother doing mimer with her before passing away, and her falling to Yibum to her third brother. The Tanakhama holds that the Pasuk teaches that she cannot do Yibum, since Yibum is only permitted when there is one Zika on her, not two. Rabbi Shimon does not hold that there can be two Zikas. He has a suffix whether Mimer works completely to make the first widow the first Yavam's full wife, or it does not work at all, in which case the Yavama fell to the Yavam from her first husband. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramgol Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.